up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of That Reload Podcast. I'm your host, Joel, owner of Reload Rub and Seasoning. Sitting beside me is my sweet and sassy, sometimes salty co-host, Miss Stacy. Hey, guys. We're back in studio again. We're back together and again. And I'm here. That's right. <laughs> no more secret uh, podcast recordings while I'm upstairs asleep, that's, huh? That's right. You know, sometimes you got to just uh, you gotta follow the feeling, sneak in. Ah, yeah, we, that podcast last week was... Awesome. I've got to say, we have received the most response ever from the podcast that Joel did last week. If you guys haven't checked it out yet, it's episode 122. Joel actually came to bed one night and said, I just recorded a podcast. I was asleep. Mm -hmm. He just decided on his heart to go and record a podcast, episode 122. Check it out. Let us know what you think, which a lot of you already have. And that has been really... Really, really cool. We appreciate hearing any type of feedback that you guys can give us. Well, it just validates me and the feelings I'd had wanting to do, put that message out there. Yeah. Because I've had it for a while. I'm sitting on the couch and sipping on some bourbon and it was just, just do it. Just get off your butt and get mm-hmm. in there and do it. And well, I, I did it. And I actually, and if you listen to the podcast, I'm talking about L- Tennessee playing LSU and that was like it was a few weeks ago. That was three games back, you know. Yeah. So it was uh we sat I even sat on it for a minute. Yeah. But and, and and everybody got to see, you know, on the podcast you like to bust my balls and uh-huh. you know, and and give me a hard time and stuff, but everybody got to see that sweet side of Joel. Hey. And uh, I mean I appreciate it and I thank you for saying all those sweet things. And yeah, well, I'm into I am it. a very lucky lady that you, you know, take such good care of me and put me first, so thank you for doing that. Well, I love you, and God put us together for a reason, so it's a it's a two-way street, baby. But yeah, well, th- thank you, and uh, Tennessee, <laughs> Tennessee Vols, I mean, you were talking about, <laughs> I'm a little nervous about this LSU game, we're 4-0 right now, and here we are. We're about to be uh, 8-0. Yeah, so we're a f- recording a few days prior to when this does release, so yep. Kentucky's coming up, yep. uh, 7-0 and right now, coming off of a big win, uh, uh Two well, weeks ago from uh, Alabama. Oh, yeah. They rolled in, and we kicked their butts right out the dough. I mean, eat, sure some people saw on your stories of me absolutely losing my mind. I know, and I wish I would have recorded past the point where I stopped <laughs> recording. You came up and gave me a hug, and you were, like, almost boohooing, and then you beelined. You took off running for our neighbor's fence, and like a tree frog, you just leapt, leapt in the air and stuck to it. You were completely off the ground, uh-huh. floating, and stuck to that fence, just yelling over the fences. And I'm telling our you. Our whole neighborhood was erupting. I am a used and abused Tennessee fan. We've been in foster care for probably the last 15 years. And we got a daddy. How All these daddies came in here, and they've just, you know, used us for money, you know, and to get benefits, and finally, we got a good daddy that's going to take care of us, and he's taking us to the promised land. Yeah, so We'll see what happens. You know, we'll, 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 a lot of eyeballs are on Tennessee right now. And a lot of people have been checking in with you, well, seeing they, how you were doing. During well, because they, they know. They know. They've seen me. You're battered. You're abused. I am. And it's, this is my year. This is my year. I, I'm a Tennessee, through, Tennessee fan through and through. Always have been through the good and the bad years. I've been, I was there at the highest point, and I've been there at their lowest point. And here we are again, climbing the mountaintop. Let's go. So cheers to that. What are you drinking, Joel? Well, my lady, I am sipping on a heady topper. This is the Alchemist from Vermont. It is their IPA. This what this is a very well known and highly sought after. I believe it got best world's best beer. Um, Or was it world's best IPA? Not sure the specifics, but on 
untapped. Is it untapped or tapped? Uh, tapped. Untapped, the tapped app. It has it really high reviews. Um, we were in upstate New York over the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lou highly uh, recommended it, and then my brother and sister-in-law took that trip over there and got it. So and cr- it is, you know, I'm not a big IPA drinker. That's phenomenal. So what's crazy is, is this is 8% by volume, right? If you like IPAs, this is the Mount Everest of IPAs. It has directions on the can how to drink it. Yeah, you're not supposed to pour it out. Like, do, you do not pour it into a cup. Drink from the can. Yes, it says must drink from the can. It's written big capital letters. Don't pour it out. I, and if you pour it out, it loses all potency and, and fizz. But it even's talking about, it says keep it cold, but not ice cold. I just, yeah. So, it's, so there's, we had to there's keep a, it cold method, all the way back from New York. A method to the madness, but... It's fantastic. What are you sipping on? So what I'm sipping on is called Great Vibes. It's a kettle sour from Common Roots uh, Brewing Company in upstate New York. Uh, actually, it's in South Glens Falls, New York, my hometown. Um, we love this brewery. It's like our favorite brewery when we go up go up there. And the food there is crazy good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, a lot of great eateries. It's a sour and it's super awesome. So that's what you, I'm drinking on right now. You love your sour beers. I do. And I was kind of in the mood for some sour beers. So yeah, well, so guys on this, we're going to have an awesome episode um, coming up. We are going to have our friend T the Al Dente Diva. She is coming on and she's going to be talking about her brand new cookbook. And we're also going to be asking her about the nuances of creating a cookbook how what how hard is it are you somebody that wants to have a cookbook stick around to the next segment because t al dente diva is going to break that down for us it is an amazing uh cookbook that me and stacy have done plenty of recipes out of yeah and and honestly like what drew me to having her back on the podcast was once that cookbook hit our doorstep and i started looking through it and, and we've cooked several recipes from it but it is such a great book and I would I am not saying that mm-hmm. I'm not lying like I'm literally obsessed with all the recipes in there I will be doing my weekly meal planning and dinner plans f- flipping through that book and picking recipes because it's just such good down-home cooking that's simple yet nice whole ingredients I'm just upset I'm like literally obsessed I've shown well, everybody I've bought some for gifts yeah, the book's called fast simple delicious we'll be talking about the in the next segment so stick around for that but girl you know like we talked I talk, like I talked about on the last podcast it's hunting season's here. Yeah, yeah. And Daddy's been filling that freezer. Yeah, he has. He has gotten us two does yep. so far. Um, we went through and organized our freezer back up. I feel like it's really important for you hunters out there. <laughs> if you have an extra freezer to go through and organize it and and kind of pick pick from it because there's such. Tell them what you tell them. Well, tell them what you did. You went total uh, OCD on it. I did. So we we went through and you know got some of the things out that were really, really old. We've done really good. We had no more backstraps left, no more dough steaks. Um, but we took everything out and we did an inventory and I highly encourage doing that. So I have a notebook. I put like, you know, turkey and chicken and then venison and then um, unique cuts, which would be like heart, call fat. Yeah. Uh, we had tongue, we had beef you know, heart, testicles. stuff like that. Yeah, testicles and all those kinds of things. So we went and and we have meats. We always stock up from HaltemanFamilyMeats.com. We've got their burgers, bacon, maple links. Yep. We always keep skirt steaks, fillets, and New York strips. So, but we never know if something falls to the back where they are. So I have a page that's just Haltman Family Meats. And so went and inventoried bacon cheddar burgers, 
however many packs I had, inventoried it. And so now when I'm meal planning, I just look through our little inventory notebook and I say, oh, yeah, we do. We have like two pork butts in there. We can cook this this weekend. Uh-huh. Or we've got three racks, racks of ribs or, you know, whatnot. So then well, I can kind of keep, or, you know, like when we have family over and we want to cook up a bunch of fillets, I can look and say, oh, well, we only have five rather than me sticking my hands in a frozen freezer and digging around to see how many fillets I've got. I've got it written down. It's a little bit of extra work, but it's, Not been, much. it's been working a lot better knowing what we have in there and yeah. and because we were and then we just placed another we just had we placed another halteman order so that we we knew we needed more skirt steak and we needed some more fillets but it's also saving us money because we're not just buying things to buy it forgetting what we have in there yeah we have a list that goes this is in here somewhere let's find it yeah you know yeah. And, and we organize the shelves like a chicken shelf a burger and bacon shelf yep. uh so we have like a, a normal domestic freezer with those meats and then we have the wild game freezer so but i'm i'm still long story short or yeah, yeah whatever we made space and now you're on a mission to fill the freezer with our wild well, game freezer so this is pretty cool um i uh have, I'm, I'm hunting over um on my dad's property uh he's got about four acres so it's a little tiny thing you know but there's a lot of deer that could pass through there so i'm hunting over there and I'm doing my grocery shopping early. This is the, this is probably the earliest I've consistently hunted in a long time. Yeah, and it's been it's great, it's been nice because it's spaced out the yeah process. Well, well, so I hunt in West Tennessee, and I know we got to go to break, uh, but I'll make this quick. I hunt in West Tennessee on our that property out there, but we have are in what's called the CWD unit now. It's a chronic wasting disease, and we've not met. All the deer we've killed, none of them have had it. We get every one of them tested. But there's that, you know, there's the chance that you might shoot a, a deer and it come back positive. And if you do that, then your knives and everything else um, have got to be tossed because CWD, chronic wasting disease, is a prion. And it cannot be killed, mm-hmm. even with an enclave. It's similar to mad cow. It's the d- deer version of mad cow disease. So anyways, um, I just... Told Stace that if I'm going to shoot a deer down there, I'm going to trophy hunt on our property. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to grocery shop here locally where we don't have this jazz. Fill our freezer with three or four deer. That way we know we have that. And then if I, uh, uh, you know, go down there and, and spend more time in the woods with the boys and and not worry so much because it does. It, it, when, when I travel five hours and I'm away from you, from you guys, it weighs on me when. I get midway through the season, I've not killed anything. And that's yeah, how- or you come back empty-handed, or or there's times where you come back with deer, and you just drove five hour a five-hour trip. You've been hanging out with the boys early mornings. Um, you don't want to come home and process a deer. And, you know, the kids have just seen you get home from the weekend, and we don't want to do that. So it's been really cool. Yeah, I mean, it like it's that. been easy. We throw it in a cooler. We throw in a cooler and a, with a bunch of ice, and we wet age it for three, maybe four days max, mm-hmm. and then we decide, hey, uh, we're gonna pull it out and and butcher it and make meals out of it. And what's kind of nice too uh, with that, we've had a lot of requests for more like tutorial videos on yep. some of the some of the cuts, processing stuff like that. So that's going to allow us the opportunity to do that versus. Let's just get it done. Let's vacuum seal it and get it in the freezer. Yeah. And if you are listening to this and you want to, um, you are a hunter or wanting, wanting to get into hunting, 
I've got some old tutorial videos on YouTube. It's youtube.com slash reload rub and seasoning. I think it's reload rub seasoning. Okay. Yeah. Either way, if you just search reload rubs and seasoning on YouTube, Mm -hmm. you'll find our channel. Go on there. They're towards the bottom, but you can check it out. I can, I walk you through step-by-step from field dressing all the way to vacuum sealing the animal. Check it out. Um, that'll, that'll get you started. But with that being said, let's take a break. Yes. And on the other side, we are going to dive straight into the meat of the podcast, which is the cookbook. You guys, we're going to have bringing Tara Aldente Diva on stick around. I promise you, you won't want to miss it. Friends. Let me tell you, if you haven't already noticed, the price of meat has gone through the roof and here at the TRP crew, we want to help you out with that situation by providing you with a coupon code to Haltman Family Meats. Guys, Haltman Family Meats is a beautiful company out of Lancaster, Pennsylvania that has the best butcher shop experience you're ever going to have. They have every cut of meat that you would ever want and it is the best cut you will ever eat. If you go right now to HaltmanFamilyMeats.com and use coupon code TRP22, you can save 15% off any cut that you want. Filets, skirt steak, pork butts, ribs, pork chops, chicken, anything that you desire, guys, Haltman Family Meats has it. So head right now to HaltmanFamilyMeats.com and check out their plethora of amazing straight-from-the-butcher cuts sent to your door. Fresh, never frozen. HaltmanFamilyMeats.com. Use coupon code TRP22. All right, y'all. So we are back from the break. And as promised, we are going to jump into the meat of the podcast, which we're talking about cookbooks. And Stace, for me, and I don't know about for you, but one of my aversions to purchasing a cookbook or even diving into it is people, especially people that it's like their first cookbook or something. They tend to want to swing for the fences, overcomplicate, tell me a, a entire life story. So I've got to read chapters before I get to each recipe. And, and, and when really all I want to do is I see this delicious dish, I just want to make it. Well, yeah, like I've, there's been like cookbooks that I've seen on the shelves and I like thumb through it and then I'm like, nope, I'm intimidated because I'll see like ingredients or like words that I don't understand and that's just too much Googling and most of the times I don't really care about cookbooks until, well, okay, so yes, this is what we're talking about. Our guest today is Tara, Tara. You have to say your last name. T. You you could just keep it easy. Call me T, but it's Ippolito. Okay, I was yeah. gonna call it Despacito. We always call no, it T. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got Tara Ippolito, aka Welcome back a- Al Dente Diva on the podcast, and we have in front of us her cookbook that she sent to us: fast, simple, delicious, exactly what I want out of every meal. She's cute, isn't she? She oh, is. God. The cover's nice. Everything. <laughs> so, so this came out today. This came out November 1st. You guys got the preview. Yeah. Boom. So this yeah. airs this airs November 1st. Oh, this air. Okay. Yep. So yes, it's yep. comes yep. out today. So yes, it's done. Right, so it's coming out. Yeah. With November 1st, this cookbook has dropped. And uh I'm t- I'm t- I'm telling you, uh, we tried the mac and cheese with the first recipe we tried out of this book. And it oh my is God. my kids were I mean, <clears throat> you know, my son said it touched his soul. Oh, stop. <laughs> yeah, I'm not kidding you. He did. He did. That's a man. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah, and see, we always, we have like a go-to mac and cheese that we make all the time. When we do events or we cook for people, we always use it, and everybody loves it. 
We've actually got an event coming up in a couple weeks where we're cooking for all the staff at our kids' school, and we're going to make mac and cheese. Was going to make it our old way, but I'm doing that. Like, oh. I'm legit. It's a that's he- a man that has good taste, your son. Yeah, yeah that's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so, it's, a, it's a heavy hitter. So but now, previous to this book coming out, we had actually cooked several of the recipes just from you know being friends with you over the years. We've cooked. We'd had your beef stroganoff before. Your yep. penny yellow vodka. We'd had. Um, what else have we had of her? Vodka sauce. Yeah, Probably vodka. that whole chapter of food gone famous because there's only ten recipes in there really that I was able oh. to recycle from social. And the tortellini soup. We'd had that too. Yes, the tortellini soup. Tortellini mm-hmm. soup. So <laughs> you remember Dami saying that, yes. huh? Just a little kid. Oh, that's so cute. It was so cute. So I'm looking in the book right now and I'm looking at it and photography is beautiful. Uh, it feels good in the hand. It's, 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 you know, it's nice to hold and to read. And each recipe that I look over here, you have one paragraph that describes, cool. the, that describes the recipe. A small and, one. A small one. Yeah. One <laughs> paragraph. I mean, and, very simple going, okay, I get it. And then it's straight to this easy step-by-step recipe that you have in here. And every one, of, every one of these look mouthwarming. But what I want to talk about, I want, I want some of our listeners to, to understand, is for all of us that love food and love cooking and everything like that and get into the social media game, it's – you kind of dream about doing this, about about being approached or having your own cookbook and saying, "Man, I'm I'm going to put my stamp on something that's tangible." But nail on the head with that one. Yeah, and it's great. This is an accomplishment for you, one hundred percent. But I want you to tell me about like because it's not just getting a cookbook and or or being able to getting an offer for a cookbook and just throwing it out there. This is mm-hmm. a lot of work. Huge project. And I want to know, I want to know like the ins and outs of this. Sure. It was a huge project. And when they actually like, I, I underestimated how big it was going to be because when they did approach me, the publishing company, I just said, you know, hell yeah. Like I didn't really think, (laughs) Oh yeah. I want a book. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, this is no going to be no problem for me. I can do this, you know, without a doubt. And I did do it. I could get it done, but I didn't take into account that I still had to keep my, my freaking house running. Uh-huh. I still had to keep my social medias running. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what to say. Like I couldn't really like announce that I was doing a book yet. And it was actually during the time too, that I um, was in Albuquerque filming for Netflix. So it was a really, I had a deadline and it was really serious when I first started saying like, okay, well, we need chapter intros for each chapter. I'm like, oh crap. And it's not something that you could just, you know, social media is kind of different because you put it out there and a week later, people forget it. doesn't matter. You have a video that's not so great. Who cares? But every single one of these intros, I'm like, man, this is going to be, like you said, it's something tangible. You're going to have it forever. Uh-huh. I, really, I really put a lot of effort into, you know, all the intros for the chapter, all the intros for the recipes. And I'm, Joel, I'm so happy that you and Stacy both recognized that there wasn't a lot of text because I didn't want to become something that I don't like. Yeah. Um, I didn't even, I pushed for myself to not even be on the cover. They wanted me on the cover. And I was like, it'd be so nice for me to be on the cover. It'd be a beautiful thing. I was like, but the fettuccine speaks for itself and I don't need hey, to be on the Hey, and I, that, right? that, that's a, that is a uh, uh, gangster move on your part. It is. <laughs> Better, veteran move. Because I'm telling you, if I'm, if I don't know you, I don't, I just, I'm in a store, exactly. I'm browsing online. You're like, look at her. And and, her well, cookbook. no, I mean, it, it's, it, <laughs> that's the cheesy. And I know I'm not. Joel, exactly. It is. It's like, it's hi. Very cheesy. Yeah. Holding, holding my book. Like, 
but that's what you that's what you want. You're here for the food. You're not here for me. You yes. know, I want to create this. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like when you see that, you're like, "Ooh, I want to make that. The I fe- want to bring that to the, the table." Fe- uh, well, she said the fettuccine speaks for itself. So you yes. know, you go up there and you go, "Ooh, uh, yeah, I want, I want that." Yes, and they came up with a title. They were like, "Hey, we're like toying with this title, fast, simple, delicious." And I was like, "Perfect. That is perfect. Simple to the point. Exactly what the book is." So I did try to make it as little ingredients as I possibly could with as much flavor and just make it as super easy as I could do it. So thank you so much for acknowledging that. I really, really appreciate that you like even noticed that because that was a big point for me into doing a book period. Um, But listen, this was a lot harder than I thought it was, especially since a lot of the recipes, you know, 50 of them, I don't want to say they all came out of the blue because I have some bangers from like childhood that were my, you know, my grandfather's um, veal marengo and my mother's sausage bread and stuff like that, that just recipes that I hadn't shared on social media yet. Um, And I, the other ones, like I really had to think of different ways. I'm like, you know, why are my fans or followers or people that don't know me going to buy this book? I can't just give them the same recipes that they've been, they can go online and get. I got to give it. People are paying. I've never asked anyone to pay for anything. I don't have any subscription services. I don't have any, anything. Like if I do get paid from like ads, YouTube, that's that. It's not, I'm not asking fans or followers for anything ever. So I'm like, you know, if people are going to be paying for this, I better, I better deliver. Like it better be good. So I'm thinking of like different exciting things to make, like old twists, how to reinvent old classics and just do things that people can actually really cook. Yeah. Because they, like you said, you know, I picked up cookbook. I have, I have them on my shelf. People give me cookbook gifts all the time and I never open them because I open them and I'm like, there's 400 steps. And there's like Like, weird dishes. Like what's cool about these are, these are all down home dishes. Like when you think of, you know, what do I want to learn how to make meatloaf? It's in there. You know, what do I want to learn how to make? You know, it's, you know, the chicken tetrazzini and stuff like that. That's all stuff that well, wh- you can go to this book and have a, you know, a really good home cooked meal with it. And I know you're like us and you don't measure much when you cook. You measure with your heart. Too. So then you, I'm sure you had to like do a lot of like testing, like test I out to do a lot of testing. And to tell you the truth, I would like have an idea for a recipe or like, you know, even like, well, let me just back up because I. I got ahead of myself here, but each of those recipes in the book, you could flip through any one and each of those could be served as a meal on its own. So I didn't want to do side dishes and, you know, this or that, like even the soups and salads um, chapter, they're like hearty. Yeah. You could eat that for a whole entire dinner. Um, Well, yeah. Like the, the turkey. Well, that's yes. And, and to me, the, if I get my buying a cookbook, I don't need a cookbook that's like creating me the entire dinner. I need the the, the main course. I need the the star of the yeah. show. You serve it with a tossed salad and you're good. But what exactly. I so you mentioned the chicken tetrazzini. You know, I didn't even yeah. I didn't even know what that was. And <laughs> but but that's what I'm getting at is I'm looking at this recipe right here. Okay, uh, chicken tetrazzini. That sounds complicated, right? It does. We have, but one, then you realize we've been making this. Not her rendition, but something similar to that. Yeah, but she's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine recipes. Or not recipes, nine ingredients. And a lot of them is cheese. Yeah, and most of it's just freaking cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But it's that it's that simple. It's and this is probably the shortest recipe in your book, I think, as far as directions and stuff goes. But I tried to keep them, you know, I tried to keep them as short as I could. And my publisher actually told me that people are more drawn to around if you have like six steps or around six steps. 
Yep. So that was something I didn't know. So I'm like, all right, like what, what like kind of BS can I take out of here? Because this this was a different cookbook in the way that this is really and truly I wrote this for people that like are everyday people. Like I always say that my cooking style is cooking for people that have shit to do. And yeah. I think that, that I think that that totally sums up my cooking style because yes, we like to cook. Yes, we like to have dinner on the table, but I have other things to do. I can't stay in the kitchen all day. You know, like I have stuff going on like in life. So this is a cookbook for those kind of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me ask you this question. When you were writing this and you were getting your steps and everything, did you find you find yourself having to, were you, did you struggle not to be too wordy? Did you struggle to not want to just be super detailed and all these little nuances? You know, go ahead. I did, but I also too, which was great. Like, first of all, this was, um, the publisher, Page Tree publisher that I used were phenomenal. And mm. the woman that reached out to me, uh, the woman that reached out to me, Marissa, sorry about that. She um, had been a follower of mine for a while. So she had already known my style. And um, if you read some of the instructions, it's very like how I'm talking to you right now. Yeah. Yeah. There's like nothing in there that says like, measure one cup of this or that and now place it in boiling water. I'm like, you're going to know, you know, like I, yeah. try to, I try to say it in a way that I'm actually speaking to you, like we're friends and I didn't want it to be a traditional cookbook like that. So I wanted it to read very and that's like easy. So I cut to cut out a lot of these formal words because I didn't do it formal. Well, and I, I think and that's I love why that. I like it so much. I, it's, it's a good read when I'm reading it. When, even when I read the intro, you know, I'm, I could just picture you saying all this <laughs> stuff, but it, it, but reading the instructions, reading the intro to the recipes, they're just easy reads and they're fun. I feel like I'm sitting down with a friend and she's teaching me how to cook this stuff, you know? Thank you, Joel. That's the best compliment ever. Yeah, for sure. But, um, the, I have to tell you, I did one thing I did not expect from you in this, in this was a chicken pot pie. Oh, why didn't you expect that from me? I don't know. You're Italian. You like, you know, big pasta all the time and everything. And I mean, I saw, go ahead. Chicken pot pie is a banger. It is. I know, yours I is like a, a double stacker. It was yeah, a stacker. It's a fat old boy. You know, well, come on. The best part of a chicken pot pie is that crust. We all know it. Amen. So I'm like, if I'm going to do a chicken pot pie, it's going to be double crusty. <laughs> where the bottom, where the top. What I did on Instagram, those mini pot pies, and they, that posted phenomenal. It had like 5 million or something views. I couldn't believe it. And I, I have never. Love a pot pie. I've never made a pot pie before, but it's on the list oh. now. I know. We, like, have you seen that movie, Julie and Julia? Julia? No. The movie Julie and Julia? Mm-mm. No. Oh my gosh, you got to watch it. It's about a girl that cooks her way. <laughs> it's going to be Stacy. Yeah. She cooks her way through Julia Child's book. Like, she doesn't know anything about cooking and she gets Julia oh, Child. I've seen the previews for it. Yeah. And so she cooks her way through Julia Child's book. And so, like, <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm going to cook my way. I'm going to, I'm going to cook through your book because, and you I know, I know it. you were saying like, I want to make it easy for people to have shit to do, but at the same time, they're, they're really good recipes, like wholesome ingredients and like good flavors, like your fettuccine, you know, you're not just pouring in jarred fettuccine. You're using the heavy cream and the cheese and the, and the garlic. And yeah, so Thank you. I actually gave my, cause I got, they give you like a bunch of like books that you can give out to like family and stuff. So I went to my neighbors for drinks and I didn't have an extra bottle of alcohol. I'm like, I'm going to bring her a book. Yes. Oh my God. So I brought her a book and I brought one to the woman that does my hair. 
Um, Cause I've been telling her about that. I have this book coming out and both of them did the fettuccine Alfredo and both of them text me the next day. And we're like, I do not cook. This was so awesome. Oh, like yeah. My family were so happy. Like it, that, that, to me is the best thing anyone could ever say to me. People that don't really cook that cook and then get six, like are successful and feel that feeling of like, yeah. yes, I liked it. You know, it's such a good feeling. It really yeah, is. I, I had your book sitting here today um, in our house on the coffee table and my mom was over and she looked through it. And today we went to this, the grocery store. She's making the fettuccine Alfredo tomorrow. Oh, I'm so happy. Yeah, so she's making that. And, you know, spoiler spoiler alert, I already bought her one for Christmas. She doesn't know it yet. Oh, She'll probably so- listen, but I don't know. know if she don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, and, and I bought another one for another family member of mine because I thought Thanks, it's, it's so perfect to give as a gift. And I, I honestly, I would not say it. I really encourage anybody to get that perfect gift for anybody, a teacher, you know, I'm telling mom, you. dad. Thank you. I love this. 60 no-fuss, no-fail comfort foods. Recipes to amp up your week. Simple, Ooh. fast, delicious. So I want to ask you, if which one would you say, out of all of those in your book, which one are you is your favorite to make, you're most proud of? Mm. My favorite or to make. Or you encourage the most to make. I, I would tell everybody to start out with the Food Gone Famous chapter because those are already foods that, like, and it's not necessarily the views. The views are great, but with the views comes people actually making them. And I've had hundreds of comments on those, that chapter specifically of people saying I've made this um, like the mac and cheese we talked about earlier, which is a no roux mac and cheese. And if you don't know what a roux is, it's like the flour in there. Just you cut steps down. Um, the fettuccine Alfredo was a phenomenal one. And I would definitely say start with that because I feel like they're easy. You can't mess that up really. Or any of the pasta recipes in there are I like, I want to do the to- buffalo chicken one. Oh, that's so good. It's buffalo I, chicken I, pasta. I, yeah. Yes. I had to taste taste test that one here and it's really delicious. So, all right. I, I think we should get into that. Now we're talking about recipes. Get into recipe questions here. Oh, yeah. And I've got one. Okay. Well, good deal. Let's go. Um, so, meatloaf. Your meatloaf's on the menu next week. Nice. Why do you put carrots in it? I like the hidden veggies in there. That's, that's what I was. That's what I told him. <laughs> little, I said that's a way yeah. that we can sneak veggies into secret, the kids. Little secret. I like the hidden veggies yeah. in there. You know, sometimes I'll do some bell peppers. So it just it's nicer. And, and like I feel like when you're making stuff like meatloaf like that too. You know, when you put the breadcrumbs in, anything that you could put in something like that to stretch it, stretch your buck. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. You know I mean? A little bit too. So like if you put some extra vegetables in there, the kids don't know everyone's happy and you're kind of getting everything all in one. It makes Yeah. Like- okay. So I didn't know if it was like the secret ingredient that was going to like, no. you know, so yeah, we're just, we're, we're bringing some extra nutrients and vitamins and flavors Both to it. I like yeah. that. You know, yeah. Hey, your meatloaf is a vessel. Yeah. <laughs> stuff things in it. Meatloaf is so underrated too. By it way. is. It's oh. so underrated. Love a good meatloaf. There's nothing like a good heavy hitter on of a meatloaf. All right. Look. In your book, you've got a recipe for stuffed bell peppers. Mm. Okay. Now there's, there's, you got, there's people on two sides of the fence with stuffed bell peppers. House divided over here. House divided here. So I want to know, tease, uh, I can't think of the word. Preference. There it is. I knew it started with a P. Your preference on bell peppers. Do you like them? Stuffed peppers. Yeah. Do you like them to be soft or crunchy? I like them to be I, I like them somewhere in between. Ah, and boo. But if I have to pick way, I'm not going to ride the fence on this. So I'm going to give an opinion. <laughs> I do like them soft. I prefer them soft. Ah. 
Get out of here. What are you raising your hands for? I like for? them soft. I, I, I like want to be able cool. to cut it with my fork. Me too. But, and, and here's another maybe unpopular opinion. I like them standing up too. I don't like them pre-cut on their sides either. Yeah, you don't like, like them oh. cut. Yes. Like some people boat, cut you like them, them. In, some people bake them like that yeah. on their sides. And I like the whole full fat pepper standing up. I'm with so, you. Well, that's how I grew up eating. Butter knife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. See, see, so I made him stuffed peppers years and years and years ago, and I made him soft like I'm used to eating them. And he, you know, of course, being the nice gentleman he was, he ate it and everything, but he was like, I, I just like the peppers a the little pepper bit sucks. more crunchy. Like, I can't wait to tell tell her about that I want them the peppers hard. I'm not making it like that. <laughs> I can't do it. This is a traditional household, lady. <laughs> yeah, you, give me, sure. you give me a crunchy pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I will say, but here's the thing, guys, listening here. T was wise enough on this recipe that if you like the crunchy bell pepper like me, she's got it at the bottom to adjust your time on cooking. Yeah, so thank you. Cause for, I know that that is a preference, you know? Mm-hmm, yep. So you've got it both ways. If you want a soft, soggy bell pepper, like these ladies, <laughs> yeah. she's if you want a the- pepper with zero nutrients, <laughs> <laughs> go for it. Yeah. That's right. That's Cook right. Everything out of it. Exactly. So one, another recipe, and I, and I know we won't keep you too much longer, but another recipe that caught my eye, was your southwestern egg rolls oh. with avocado ranch dipping sauce? Did you steal this recipe from uh, I, from Chili's? Hmm? I did. I had that somewhere. I wasn't sure if it was Chili's, TGI Friday, <laughs> Cheesecake Factory. It could have been Applebee's. Yeah. But it was, but this is, that's what I do all the time. So if you go, if you flip to the beginning, there's a um, bacon cheddar ranch pizza. I snagged Ooh. that from one of my really good pizza places up here. I have eggplant meatballs as one of the recipes. There's a restaurant called Dino's in my hometown. It shut down, but they used to have eggplant meatballs. And I'm like, I am taking this and I'm making this my own. I'm going to do it at my house. There's so many restaurants that I go to that do dishes um, that I become obsessed with. Yeah. And then I'm, I feel like I could do it. You recreate it. it. Yes, I recreate look, look it. Look at this, though. Look at it. Look how beautiful that is. I know. Is. I want some of those. It is a the most pic- picturesque egg roll I've ever seen in my life. You look Thank at the picture. So, so I used this last week and-, and I, what was cool about the book was I flipped oh, no. through the pages and meal planned for the week with it. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, illness hit our household. Oh, no. So, not us, our children, but they, I ended up not going by the meal plan. So, next week, you know, meatloaf's going down. Just, your way through fast, simple, delicious. I want right, to yes. hug this book. The, <laughs> the cover is very soft. It is. It's, it's very nice. It's very nice. So. I, I would just like to say, since there was a lot of talk about the pictures, starving artist photography it, based out of New Jersey. Yeah. She's the one that did those photos. I didn't take those myself. I just want to let you know and give her a little shout out because she did a great job. She crushed it. She did amazing. It. Like, I love those photos. That's It makes you, you want to make the Thank recipes. You. And I think that's everything because people eat with their eyes. For sure. Well, it was cool to see the, you know, because I obviously I specialize in video. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't take food photos. I'm terrible at it. Like, it, it, I really am. So to see all the food that I make, like professionally photographed was really, really cool. That is cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Sure. I'm like to my mom, you know, it's just such a cool thing. I'm like, look, here's your tour lady salad. And here's your father's veal marengo. And like a little, you know, a little have- piece of everyone in this book. Nice. Yeah. yeah. It is. Sure. That's amazing. Well, T, look, we won't keep you any longer, but I'm thank telling you, you thank you for coming on. Uh, tell everyone where they can find you and where they can find this book. Yeah, well, holidays are coming up. So yeah. Holidays are coming up. It's a great one. 
Um, well, Al Dente Diva is across all social platforms. So if you just search for me in any one of them, you're going to find me. And uh, Fast Simple Delicious is available for purchase on my website. It's aldentediva.com. And it's 60 no fuss, no fail. Yeah. Comfort recipes perfect for weeknight dinners. Heck How yeah. was that? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so purchase from your website. Purchase from my website um, because if you go to my website, it will give you all the places you can purchase it. But, um, you know, it, it's Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, all the big guys. Oh, my gosh. And some little guys, too. So it depends where you want to shop. Absolutely. Go straight awesome. to the yeah, source. Go eldentediva.com. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, T, we love you, girl. Thank you guys, thank you. All right. We'll see you. All right. Thanks for coming on. Bye. Thank you. What a treat. I know. It's it's so Awesome getting her back on. You know, we've had her on our web on our well, website. it's fun. Had her on the podcast a few times already, and it's been a while. It's so fun to all the people that we've met online and watching them grow and turn into these, you know, amazing professionals. I know. Well, it's like we I made that mac and cheese the other day, and you know, I posted it to my yeah. private or my, you know, personal social media, and mm-hmm. people were like, oh, you know, a cookbook, and I'm like, yes, yeah, my friend's cookbook, oh, yeah, you know. I know her. Yeah. Know her is my friend's, and, uh, and like, I'm really proud of it. We're kind of like an important person. And I just know, like, you know, you think, okay, yeah, I put a cookbook out. It sounds so simple. Like, oh, okay, all my recipes, I just write them down. No, I mean, like, you have to have Decisions. file formats mm-hmm. and grammatically correct, and, I mean, so many decisions and things that have to be made on there, it's just... I just, I can't even imagine what would go into that. So to actually see it come to fruition and it's like tangible and it's in your hands and it's landing on people's doorsteps. Like, yeah. I think like that's so super cool. Absolutely. So guys, please check this out. Please check it out. Yeah. We wouldn't steer you wrong. Fast, simple, delicious. Aldentediva.com. Check it out. You will love it. So, all right, let's take a break. And on the other side, we're going to jump straight into Reload Recommends, y'all. So we'll see you on the other side. Hey guys, Joel here. Times are uncertain, and if we've learned anything from the past, it's that we need to be prepared. That's why I've prepared with Ready Hour by My Patriot Supply. With food prices and scarcity at an all-time high, now is the time to have the peace of mind of knowing you can feed your family. Head to preparewithreload.com and you can save $150 off a three-month supply of dehydrated meals that last 25 years. You buy insurance for your car, you buy insurance for your house. Why not buy it for your family? Prepare now so that you aren't wishing you had done it later. Go to preparewithreload.com and get the peace of mind you need today. All right, y'all. So we are back from the break, and it is time to jump into your favorite segment where we recommend things to y'all that are cool and badass. With that being said, let's jump straight into Reload Recommends. Let's go. Alright y'all, so today we got some awesome recommendations, one from me, yep, yep. and I know Stacy's got a sweet song coming in for the Reload Recommends playlist for the music, Yeah. Uh, but I, today guys, I'm recommending a recipe. Uh, Stacy the other night, she cooked it up, and it was chuck roast chili. Like a chuck wagon chili. Yeah, and I had, and it was, it was beanless. It did not have beans in it, now... Recipe really doesn't call for that. I was going to add them, and then, to be honest, I forgot. 
Ah, you're taking over my... And you didn't even notice. You're taking over my recommendation. Absolutely. Because <laughs> you cooked it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be bringing up what I cook. That's right. Well, no, I, I am a strict beans and chili guy. Like you get angry. Yeah, well, I, I believe they belong in there. Yeah. But the, that... that ch- style. It is. But that chuck roast was tender. It was delicious. Little... Uh, uh, Beautiful bite yeah. of chili. Yeah. The, the, we used high caliber seasoning as one of the ingredients yeah, in it. We used high caliber. And we used some different chilies. Yeah. And it was absolutely amazing. Even better the next day. I've had it four times. We used beer in it too. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was just really good. I so didn't good. even notice the beans weren't in there. That's how hearty this chili was. Uh-huh. But if you have not had a chuck roast chili, I know my neighbor, uh, he did one and he actually smoked the chuck roast for a little bit uh-huh. and then he put it in there. Yeah. Now I know a lot of people, I know Lou, uh, Blues and Barbecue and Big Paul on the Grill, uh, Paul. Huh? He has done over the top, they have both done over the top chili where you've got the pot of the chili. The drippings, yeah. And you smoke the chuck chuck roast over or even the ground meat and do that but this was a little bit different i actually cubed it up kind of browned it mm-hmm. um made made our sauce and stuff like that but the kicker to thicken it up Hit what did me. we do use tortilla chips ground up tortilla chips towards the last 30 minutes of cooking it stirred it in there and it thickened the chili up it was so robust oh it was fantastic so if you haven't tried chuck roast chili or well what do they call it chuck wagon chili I, yeah, I called it a chuck wagon chili uh give it a shot it is we're 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 Ending fall. Fall is heading out the door. And depending on where you are, we're jumping into winter, and it's the perfect time to make a hot, hearty, delicious bowl of chili. So check that out. Look it up. I promise you won't regret it. Yeah. So, all right, girl. What you got? All right. For this week's Reload Recommends, I'm bringing a song. Don't forget, head over to, uh, to Spotify and look up Reload Recommends. It's our playlist of all the songs that we've recommended over the past couple of years. Make sure you hit follow on that, and it's just the perfect playlist that you hit shuffle on, and you can it's go got running, a, mow the lawn, listen to it while everything. you're cooking. So it's perfect. So my addition to it this week is a song that um, was that came out in 1999. One of my favorites, but it's one of those songs that you forget about. Like, I forgot yeah. about it. It came up randomly, and I heard it, and it brought back so many memories. Um so what it is is um, it's called Take a Picture by Filter. I'm 
<laughs> Ripping six, yeah. Oh, yeah. Teenage dirtbag era. <laughs> Oh, I'm I know y'all were all closing your eyes, shaking your head. Uh-huh. Ooh, yeah, road, baby. What's funny about that is the lead singer <laughs> got drunk on an airplane and took his clothes off. What? And forgot about it. And his friend the next day was like, do you not remember what happened? And he said, no. And he said, do you, so this, the lyrics for the song came, you uh-huh. know, do you want to take my picture? Cause I don't remember. You're just a plethora of musical knowledge. I know. And then he says at the end, he says something about like, you know, he talks about his dad and like, you know, what do you think about that? And it's, it's just a cool song. That song just puts you in the field. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, oh, that's a great, great addition to, to the uh, to the playlist yeah. for that chill Billy vibe, baby. So, all right, y'all. Well, look, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope you all go out and purchase uh, Tara's book. T. T. T's book, Al Dente Diva, Fast, Simple, and Delicious. 60, No Fuss, No Fail, Comfort Foods, Recipes to Amp Up Your Week. Won't, it won't be a disappointment, guys, I promise you. And it'll make a great gift for the upcoming holiday season. We love you guys. And hey, why don't you hit that subscribe button? Do it. Do it right now. That way you can listen to That Reload Podcast anytime, anywhere. And while you're at it, give us that five-star review so we can keep doing what we do. And until then, we love y'all. We'll see you on the next show. See you next Tuesday.